0: Why do we try to believe in God without believing in the supernatural? God is supernatural. Today we're going to talk about believing in the God of the Bible versus the God that has been put in a box by modern Christianity. Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. It's been a minute. Today is July 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Paula Adams. I've been sort of on a little uh, sabbatical since my phone is broken and my daughter was sick for two weeks and just... I think God was uh, trying to put me, you know, in a place where he could get me to focus on him. And I definitely have been doing that. And it, I think it took having my phone broken, which that happened when I accidentally put it in the washing machine. Take a lesson from me. Don't set your phone on top of the laundry basket. As you carry the basket to the laundry room I've done that a million times and yesterday I was so distracted that I just dumped the whole basket into the washer along with the phone and I did not remember until I was cooking dinner about 20 minutes later and suddenly I just gasped and ran to the laundry room, turned off the washer, and started rooting around in the, you know, splashing around in the, wa- in the water. The, the, the tub was full of soapy water, and sure enough, my phone was in there. And this happened night before last, and it still has not uh, come back to life, after a a lot of uh, Googling, you know, there were some encouraging websites that, oh, if you just do this, this, and this, it'll, you know, it's going to work. And you read the comments and you think, oh, my phone's going to be saved. Well, so far that hasn't happened. Um, Some of them said that it could actually take like a week or two weeks, and then all of a sudden your phone would start working again. So it's a little like, a bit of a dilemma. Do you want to go ahead and replace the phone or do you want to wait? So I decided to wait, but I don't know how long I'm going to wait. And it it has been quite an experience. But because of that, I yesterday when I was going through phone withdrawals, um, I still have my computer and I had, decided to watch some YouTube videos that I've been wanting to watch. And I'll I'll leave out the process, but basically first I watched one and that led me to this one and then that led me to this one. And finally, I got to the one that I've been meaning to watch for a long time. This was a video that a friend uh, and mentor of mine had told me about and i kept forgetting the guy's name and in the first video or the second video that i watched his name was mentioned and his name is michael heiser h e i s e r and i was like oh yeah i was gonna i was gonna you know look look that guy up so after i finished that video i i looked for michael heiser's videos and I saw these videos, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And so I clicked on one on the Logos or Lagos uh, YouTube channel called Unseen Realm. And I was I was blown away by this video because this video spoke to me and answered so many questions, and it also like i've been like building up to this video for the past few years now god has been preparing me for that video like i've like was learning about those things before i ever saw the video and i was like oh i'm not the only one so it was awesome and um reading the comments on it I evidently, there's other people out there who agreed with me. Unfortunately, Michael Heiser passed away from pancreatic cancer. And so he's gone, but his videos live on and his books, which he wrote a lot of books. So I urge you to, as soon as you're done listening to this, make yourself a note to watch The Unseen Realm by, by on the Logos channel. And I think you will be blessed by it. So one interesting thing that's been happening in the past month or so, couple months, is uh, God led me just, you know, to start studying quantum physics and science. And um, I learned that science has actually been sort of you know proving the bible to be true and during that time i i watched quite a few testimonies of scientists who had come to believe in god through science and they were you know atheists and then um, they started seeing that you know some of the stuff they had meant they had believed about the world was wrong. Obviously God was working in their hearts, God gave them the faith and all that. I, I do believe that God is the one who opens our hearts to see these truths. But the point is that science is a is basically a religion in our world right now, and yet scientists are starting to to see that God is in science. And That's another reason that I think it's important to bring back the supernatural to church (laughs) because the supernatural and science are starting to merge um, some of the explanations for, you know, the universe can only be supernatural explanations. And, And actually you could say that they're, quote, natural, because God made the world in ways that scientists are now starting to kind of understand could only have been done through a divine being. And this is where, you know, intelligent design comes in. But some, you know, some scientists are actually going the full, full way into believing in Jesus now what i'm trying to say is that because of science and because of the enlightenment and um, logic the teaching of logic and critical thinking some people are not as willing to accept this simplified christianity that evangelical churches have offered you know over the years they want to know you know they want to understand okay well we know this about science we know about genetics we know about fine tuning we know about cosmological you know constructs we know all this interesting stuff about science so they can start to understand the how big and how amazing god is and and yet they need to be able to put that into a supernatural con context so i think whenever we leave out the the holy spirit the supernatural power of god from the gospel and only focus on you know just believe um most people nowadays they want a little bit more information they want you know and it's there it's why not use it? And it's also in the Bible. and thanks to people like Michael Heiser, we have you know scholarly bibl- you know biblical explanations for some of the things that uh, were kind of ignored for a long time. So I feel like this unseen realm movie can you know would appeal to people who, who find the evangelical kind of, uh, um, what do they call it, um, demythologized, um, way of un- understanding God, they might be much more open to understanding, you know, the unseen realm from this with this type of explanation, um, so. You know because these are these are deep thinking people they're they're logical and they're skeptical if you try to make something too simple you know and like i said even though the gospel message is a you know the gift of salvation is simple but understanding why you need salvation you know, some people want that backstory. And I, you know, I'm one of those people. I, I want to know, why should I believe this? And I I think that this movie could, could uh, really appeal to people like me who want to know more. And like I said, I've been a Christian all my life. I've always known God was real, but I, I felt like the Bible did not completely, you know, answer all my questions because I didn't know the the Hebrew words and I didn't know that some of it was just kind of, you know, a lot of it preachers just don't talk about. So anyway. Okay. Chico stopped barking. So let me just preface this with a little um, disclaimer. I am not a biblical scholar. I am just another Christian who is studying and who loves to study the word of God. And I pray and I ask for discernment and I watch sermons. I go to church, I go to Bible study, and this is where I'm at right now. You know, I've been through a process and I feel like I'm getting my my understanding is getting more and more clear over the years i I don't think i've gone from uh, incorrect to correct i think i've gone from partial to clarity so um you know i was raised southern baptist which i got a good foundation there and then i discovered reformed theology and I learned some a lot of things there. And yet, I never understood why um, Calvinist and Reformed theologians seem to be so scared of the Holy Spirit. And very um, adamant that you, you can only understand God through the Word of God. So Bible only, sola scriptura. And that just, something just didn't seem right to me because the Bible tells us that we understand, you know, we understand God through the Spirit. So why would they leave out the Spirit? And so, and and they, and it just seemed like very vague. I could never get a good, good sermon from a Reformed theologian on the Holy Spirit. And then if, if any, um, You know, if a Reformed theologian did talk about the Spirit, then he got accused of being charismatic. So, you know, that little, like, argument has always bothered me. Because the Holy Spirit is, is the third person of the Trinity. He's not a sidekick or an afterthought or an it. He is a person. And he is very closely connected to Jesus and God so why do we treat him like he doesn't matter? Uh, It bothers me. So you know before we start I want to also um, say that when we discuss the supernatural we are talking about God we're not talking about um, you know aliens or you know uh, horror movies or um, magic you know those things may or may not be real Um, I don't believe in aliens um, but I do believe that witches and pagans do have demonic power so that's supernatural Um, but the thing is God is supernatural, so we don't need to be afraid to talk about the supernatural world where God lives, and that is what Michael Heiser talks about in his movie, is that God lives in a supernatural world, and he's not alone. There are other supernatural beings there with him that are discussed in the Bible, and so he devoted himself to Describing and learning about the, the you know, in the original languages, what the verses actually say about this supernatural world. So, you know, I don't know why we think we need to put God in this box. But God is an infinitely more intelligent than us. He created us. He knows what's up. We don't know what's up. We're trying to figure it out. And every every person that's born has to come to God and learn these things. Just because our society is modern doesn't mean that we're just all born, you know, knowing about God. No, every generation, every person has to be enlightened with the spirit of God to have faith. And that is what... I see happening all over the world right now I see people coming to God I see atheists getting faith I see um, people questioning their superficial Christian beliefs and getting a deeper understanding of God and really wanting that and that's kind of what's happening with me and because, I mean, I've always loved studying the Bible. But, you know, you could say, well, so you like to read and study. Big deal. Lots of people do that. They don't all believe in God. And that's true. But I do believe in God. And studying about God is, you know, different than studying other subjects for me. I When I'm studying about God, I believe that the word of God comes alive in its in a supernatural way and interacts with us in our spirit if we are born again and we have this Holy Spirit in us. So one little thing that I liked from the video was that he said that, you know, we are walking around with God, part of God in us because the Holy Spirit is part of God and he's with us so everywhere we go we get to carry god around with us and and that's why when we talk to other people we need to be so careful what we say because we we represent god he's right there with us at all times and you know i didn't i didn't really ever learn that when i was a younger christian about the the fact that i was really a representative of him so let's get on with what I was going to talk about. So <clears throat> I already said that uh, modern Christianity is somewhat fearful of the supernatural. And by that, I mean, you know, the, I mean, obviously there are some churches, charismatic churches and sort of outliers that are into the supernatural and, you know, they are seen as, you know, in a negative light by, quote, modern Christians. And then the Reformation, Luther and the other reformers, they went so far, you know, to say that, like I said, sola scriptura Don't even, like, don't even, like, try to say, like, I read, I've read, like, when I first discovered Reformed Theology, I had to, like, stop posting things in groups because I would get attacked because I would say the wrong phrasing. And finally, I got to the point, you know, when I would say something like, um, i feel like god was telling me this or whatever they would be like no you can't say that and and i was a little confused by it i i was like okay well you know i'm not that smart maybe maybe i learned this wrong but that was like 10 years ago and i have since come back but not to the same place, but to further down the road place where I see the importance of not adding to God's word like some people were doing and I'm not adding to his word, but I do believe that the Holy Spirit communicates with our spirit in such a way that we are aware of it. And just even putting that into words is gonna anger some people they're gonna be like oh she's charismatic now or something it doesn't matter to me i i'm just going by what the bible says so one one thing that has always bugged me is that when you say sola scriptura then you are ignoring the the truth of the fact that different people interpret the same scripture in different ways. So, you know, you have, that's why we have thousands of denominations and we have all this disunity in the church because one church says, the Oh, this verse means this and the other person, you know, same exact words. nope it means this. So if you're, you're saying Sola Scriptura, which interpretation are you going to use? I mean, it's, in other words, it's not really a solution. It's not a solution to the problem of getting the correct understanding of the Bible. The solution is discernment through the spirit and study. And I think one of the reasons that people, um, people like Sola Scriptura is kind of lazy. It's kind of lazy. Oh, well, it says this, and you know, my preacher interprets it this way, so I'm just going to believe that. You know, it doesn't require much, like, critical thinking or um, questioning. You know, like, may, doesn't require that you actually read the whole Bible yourself and Yes, some reform people do, and they maybe they just don't want to admit that the Holy Scripture. I mean, the Holy Spirit is helping them understand the Bible, um, or or maybe they'll say that, but in a way that keeps them, you know, from getting in trouble. <laughs> but the point being that God God wants each one of us to have real faith, and. If you don't study the Bible with the Spirit helping you, it can be easy to um, get led astray by false teachers, or if you have a very incomplete understanding of the Bible because you didn't do much critical thinking, then that can kind of cause you to have sort of a weak faith. And then when you have some problem, you know, something comes up, then you might be more likely to just discard the Bible completely and just make up a whole new understanding of the Bible, rather than going back to the Word and studying it more and praying about it. Part of the supernatural um, issue is that is prayer, and prayer is so important, and Jesus talks about it constantly. And that's because prayer is our communication with God. Supernatural communication. We are not just talking to God. We are hearing from God, too, when we pray. So another place where Reform people act like it's just a one-way street. So we have to be careful you know, that we are not leaving out the the real power of God. And I think that's what Paul was talking about when he said, people who have a form of godliness but deny its power. I think those people are very, you know, they're too afraid of the power to to let God actually like, act through them, through the Spirit. So they end up becoming legalistic and just following rules. You know, uh, following Jesus is a supernatural uh, pursuit that requires this connection, this abiding in Him. If you abide in me, said Jesus, how do you abide in Him? Through the Spirit, through prayer not simply Bible reading. I mean, you know, Bible reading is not the same as newspaper reading. So another point I wanted to make is that when you ignore the supernatural aspects of faith, you have to kind of ignore certain verses in the Bible that that are only explainable by very by being willing to think about the supernatural world like Michael Heiser did you know he came up with this explanation that God is the, the, the leader but he has a council of other little g gods or angels or i forget which word he uses but the this council is part of the heavenly you know hosts and this is all in the bible but when's the last time you ever heard a sermon about the council of god and ever you know even had anyone talk about that there are other beings up there with god but it makes total sense when you are able to read the Bible without fear and with an open mind instead of just ignoring those, those verses that you can't explain, you know, with your very um, sort of naturalistic understanding. I mean, that's the meaning of supernatural means that it is outside the natural, and when we we try to keep we try to limit god by making him like a human and by putting limits on him like oh surely he doesn't have a council up there what would he need that for we don't know we just know that that's what it says in the bible and i i think you know when we think about heaven and where god is now this unseen realm, you know, it's so hard to understand. And yet the Bible does give us, you know, some information about it. We know that it's not like nothingness. And some people think that. But if God is real, then heaven is not going to be just people floating around on clouds in, you know, like some kind of a high, like you're on drugs or something. It's not gonna be like that at all. It's like a city. It's a place where things are happening. And, um, you know, when we we go there, God has a job for us. I mean, it's so amazing. And yet you never hear sermons about these things. You know, I have to credit my my friend who turned me on to this video. She, she has alluded to the fact that we're going to have jobs up there. And, and it didn't really make as much sense to me until I watched that video and I started thinking about, oh, there's a council up there and there's, you know, there's decisions being made. And, you know, like the book of Job says that Satan showed up at this meeting that was going on and he wanted to talk about Job and point him out. And, you know, um, so, you know, this wasn't just a a metaphor. This was something that actually happened. There was actually decisions made about, you know, even if you say that Job is more like an allegory or something, Um, it still, even allegories are based on real things. So at some point, God did allow Satan to tempt either Job or the whole world or whatever, you know, even if you don't believe that it's literal, which I see no reason not to believe that it's literal. So a supernatural God implies That he exists if so if God is real then he has an existence he isn't just uh, thoughts you know he he actually does things he created the world those are actions so we we need to understand that God takes action he does things and He does things that are different than we do because we live in a fallen world. So our natural thoughts, our everything are, you know, not like God's. Even though we were made in the image of God, when Adam and Eve sinned, we, you know, we were corrupted. Like it was like somebody, you know. Put their phone in the washing machine and it no longer works correctly so um, we need to remember that there is more to god than you know what we see in hollywood movies those are the worst and they corrupt our minds. They, they give us this, they give us images in our minds about who God is. And even, you know, modern Christianity and Christian fiction and um, pictures and stuff color our thoughts about God. So we just need to remember that if you believe in God at all, then you already believe in the supernatural. However, I decided to do a little Googling about Michael Heiser because I thought, wow, you know, this is really, really uh, good stuff here. But I can see, you know, I kind of had a feeling that some people might not like it because it was um, so, you know, different from your typical Sunday sermon. And sure enough, I read a lot of like people who were like, they want, they liked him, but they were afraid to say that they liked him or they were cautious about like One guy actually said, you know, he was like, he liked the guy. He really liked what he had to say, but he didn't think that it was a good idea to recommend this to just anyone. In other words, this stuff is too, you know, is high level, high level. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to agree with him. What I want to do is make it so that all Christians are able to, you know, watch that video and be like, of course, yes, this makes sense. Perfect sense. People need to know that the Holy Spirit is real, that God is supernatural, that there's There's a supernatural existence that we can't even see. I mean, it's described all over the Bible. And this is what happened with liberal Christianity. Um, I think that started like in the late 1800s, where they started removing all the supernatural stuff and just turning the Bible into a book of laws again and taking away the power of godliness, you know, the power of God. So I guess I will stop it there. Um, I I really hope you'll watch the movie because I think that if you, if you have ever wondered about some of the sort of strange things you read in the old Testament, especially Genesis six, um, you know, the, that movie and, and there's more than there's a lot of videos on by how, by Michael Heiser or about him. And also I really recommend the interview with Heiser and uh, let me see what his last name was. It's called The Unseen Realm QA with Michael Heiser and Ben Witherington the Third. That was a great interview. I mean just put it on and do your housework or whatever you're, you know, run or whatever you're doing. And but pay close attention because there's some real good stuff in that interview. the 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 uh, the host of the show did a great job. And um, there's another movie that I watched of of his that was about demons. That I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot about Satan um, that I didn't know. That really kind of cleared up some confusion I had about Satan, the way that he's described in different parts of the Bible. So, you know, some of this might be some things that you've never thought about. And maybe you're like, oh, I just like to keep it simple. But really, it's, it's simple, but it's not simple. I mean, is there anything simple about a supernatural God creating a world that and the devil causing us to fall into sin and then Jesus saving us through his blood. That's not simple. So, you know, don't be afraid to dive deep, but be careful. Cause one thing I, I meant to say that was so interesting to me of how God pulled this all together is that first video that, that mentioned M- Dr. Heiser, it had some other guys in it that I've been listening to for a couple of years now. So that gave it like uh, credibility to me. I was like, Oh, well, if these guys think he's okay, you know? So like all these people are just kind of coming together and it's not an accident. You know, I, I've been coming across these people through various different avenues. And God just brought it all together in that movie. It was really quite quite exciting. So anyway, uh, thanks again for taking a few minutes of your day to listen to my little podcast. I hope that you will, um, you know, follow me so you can be sure to get all the episodes and share them with your friends. And I will try to get... um, Get you another one out every week i just realized yesterday that um for some reason apple podcast i don't think they were pushing out my show like they're supposed to so hopefully i fix that and uh, say a prayer for me that i can survive without my iphone for a little bit longer and Also, there's so many hurting people right now, some tragedies happened in our little town, unexpected deaths of young people, children, and a lot of people are sick, and I just pray that the Lord will comfort you and your families, and that we will all just put our faith in The God who loves us and not in our circumstances. So, God bless you and thanks for listening.